You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan and Del Torre. Same corner, same time. Victory formation, man. How y'all boys feeling? Good weekend. Had a great weekend. Sunday fun day. Got a little bit of the best of me yesterday. Um, so mm. reeling a little bit. Uh, my days of of partying and drinking on Sundays are are, are drawing near. <laughs> drawing now. Drawing nigh, drawing. yes. The, the days of me stopping drinking on Sunday or drawing near is probably a better. I was way about to say because it's been a good streak, man. Uh, <laughs> no, Dan, Dan's going out in a in a blaze of glory. If, if if retirement is is truly on the horizon, he's he's going out strong. Yeah, went out like as a Jay Z retirement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> went out as a champion. Uh, no, it was a uh, it was a good day. It was fun to watch uh, the Gators on a Sunday. Um, Dolphins unfortunately lost on Thursday, Mm-mm-mm. but my, I was able to put my attention. I know your Jaguars lost to Corey, so I'm uh, able to focus my yeah, attention. Yeah, but we're not looking crazy out here. Y'all looking a little crazy in these streets, Dan. Yeah, I know. Nick right. was just telling me nah. my my Twitter um, support of the Dolphins. You know, I support the Dolphins a hell of a lot more than they've supported me in my life, so <laughs> um, maybe I don't need to be doing that. But no, it was, it was a great day. Um, what about you guys? Um, I had a good weekend. Um for the most part, just chill. Uh, Saturday was was fun, not having any obligations. It wasn't a bye week, but it felt like a bye week. You know, we had a cupcake on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, but Saturday just getting to chill and just, I just watched football all day, bro. Didn't didn't really get into a whole lot. Um, yeah, watch our Demon Deacons. Yeah, our Demon Deacons. Uh, you know, started this skit for our uh, opponents out there in the paint handle. Yeah, man, big big Deeks. Um, but shout out to everybody from the hurricane, man. Just prayers to everybody that was out. That I, I spent a little time over the weekend just uh, catching up with some family out there in the Fort Myers area and whatnot, man. So just prayers out to everybody that was affected by the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, man, just very chill weekend. Got to watch my Gators play on Sunday and kicked it with the fam, man. Uh, tried to go to Key Lime House, which is a Gator bar in Palm Beach County over here, like the biggest Gator bar. Yeah. They didn't have the game. Joe Wade down in Lantana. I pull up. They see me get out with my orange and blue shirt. It's like, hey, man, I hate to break it to you, but we don't have the game. Man, I got to drive another 20 minutes back home, fam. <laughs> like, the game game kicks off in 10. So uh, I try to hit a couple more bars. I didn't get back home to the second quarter, so I missed the whole first quarter just trying to find a place to watch the game. And, and it should, ended up back home. You should like, unplug the Apple TV and been like, hey, we, we don't have the game. You're like, cool, you got an HDMI plug? Because we'll just plug the Apple TV in. I'll right. log into my account, and we got the game here. Yeah, that's breaking laws in uh, restaurants and bars, though, Nicky. <laughs> yeah, it's only if you're caught. Only if you're caught. That's true. Oh, man. Nick, how was uh, game day on Sunday? And then we'll talk a little bit about the hurricane after. Screw game day on Sunday. I felt like a, a regular college football fan on Saturday. Just woke mm. up, watched game day, no obligations, didn't have to write anything, cracked open a beer uh, for the noon games. It was just a great day. Uh, it's, mm. uh, it, it was fun. Uh, all of a sudden, next thing yeah, I know, it's, it's, 
no, no. I had this uh, variety pack from Eliason, Elison. I'm not sure how you say it. Uh, brewing. It's like uh, it was uh, four different pumpkin beers. There was like an IPA, a coffee stout. That time of the year. Yeah, everything. Spooky I walked season. In I walked to the Trader Joe's. It's it's like being inside of an actual pumpkin. There's they don't, Trader Joe's no, sells no. nothing that isn't pumpkin flavored. Um, I think the lettuce was pumpkin pumpkin spice lettuce at Trader Joe's. It, it was wild being in there. Um, but Saturday was fun, man. Just getting to watch football. So like, uh, let's say Florida plays at three thirty, like the Tennessee game. I got to watch a quarter of the noon games, and then by the time I'm done writing after the game. The like the primetime game is in the fourth quarter, so like I don't get to watch a ton of football. It's really just I only get to watch really one game um, on Saturdays. So it was nice to be able to just like sit down and watch nine hours of uninterrupted college football. Yeah, no, definitely a good weekend of college football. Um, but uh, Corey, you were uh, you mentioned it, and, and certainly we would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. Last time when we were uh, when we were meeting up, uh, Hurricane was dir- headed directly to Tampa. Um, we dodged a, a major bullet here in the Bay Area, but that um, does not go without us saying, uh, you know, certainly our our, our deepest and, and most heartfelt condolences for for Fort Myers and Sanibel and uh, the rest of that area on the uh, the West Coast. A lot of uh, a lot of friends down in that area from college. Uh, a lot of people that that I've grown up with are, are from there, and just to hear about the the devastation and everything else is certainly uh, very sad. Um, so, if you can, uh, whatever that might be, uh, whether it's donations uh, financially uh, or with supplies, uh, or maybe it's um, time, or maybe it's talent in some way. Um, if you can provide any time, treasure, or talent to the Southwest Florida area or to other areas, I know Orlando got hit pretty bad, Daytona uh, as well, and a number of other places. Certainly, uh, South Carolina um, got uh, hit again, or got hit as well uh, by Hurricane Ian. Um, certainly, a, a very sad situation uh, for the state. Um, so, certainly keep those families in your thoughts and prayers. And if you are able to provide time, talent, or treasure, please do so accordingly. That storm was a beast, man. Just scary looking situation, man, from the, the, the water surge. Uh, bro, I just never seen nothing like that before, man. Um, just prayers, bro. Yeah. Yeah, um, being being from like South Florida, you kind of just like it's like wake me up when it's a hurricane, like when it's mm-hmm. a four or five, like a three. I remember growing up, you're like, oh, hur- a three, cool, we'll get like a couple of days off of school. Mm-hmm. I remember going to bed and it was a three. I woke up and it's like, oh, well, now it's sustained winds of 155. It's like that was quick. Um, but uh, prayers out to everyone in the southwest of Florida. Um, uh, our, our close friends, their parents' house in uh, Terracia, a little south of St. Pete, Dan, is doing well. It's like a hundred-year-old house, but yeah, withstood uh, the storm. Yeah, it's a um, uh, it's, it was it was a, such a strange storm. I was actually I um, I walk with an air of confidence in this show that I don't in real life. You guys know that uh, I was nervous about that storm uh, coming in um, to to Tampa uh, just because of. Uh, of the Bay Area and the amount of water that's here and the amount of low-lying land that's in the area. I live here in downtown. I know if that storm would have come through, where I live would have been, you know, certainly underwater uh, as well. But that was a, a scary storm. Uh, but I don't think any of us could have anticipated a week ago what it grew into. Um, right. 
just what happened overnight. I remember going to bed on Tuesday uh, evening and waking up Wednesday and just seeing how much that changed in, in just the, the sheer magnitude of size of the storm uh, and everything else was, was just so sad to see. So um, again, a very sad uh, circumstance for those in Southwest Florida uh, and certainly whatever you can do to help provide uh, for those folks would be great. Um, but this is a good time to remind you that if you are in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, or Alabama, and you are looking for insurance, whether it's auto, home, renters, life, business insurance, uh, give Alan Horn a call at 706-692-2888 or visit him at allenhorninsurance.com. Again, 706-692-2888. Again, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama. Um, Nick, Corey, we have a special guest joining us at the beginning of the show. He's somebody that has been, um, a supporter, uh, has been a helper of stadium and Gale over the years. Uh, you know, him from, uh, helping keeping us all honest with our buy or sell segments, which for a while we never kept score on, uh, until Mr. Ben chase, uh, hopped in to, to help, uh, keep us all honest. Uh, and Ben is chasing, I believe in it, it's an, an elusive, uh, 60 plus college football games in one season. So we are going to have Ben Chase join the show for us. What's up, guys? Ben, where Ooh, where man. are you right now? Uh, I'm uh, I'm in Valdo- Valdosta, Valdosta, Georgia. Valdosta, I'm, I believe. Yeah, uh, Valdosta. I'm uh, at a Starbucks, and I got Pizzoli's behind me, which is always a fan favorite. The fan thanks favorite. for letting me come on with you guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Ben, talk to us uh, a little bit about I, – I know a lot of people that, that follow you or have seen you on ESPN, not a big deal, um, have heard a bit about what you're doing, but, but break down to the average fan what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. Sure. Yeah, you know, I've been really uh, blessed uh, by the support from you guys that have kind of amplified my story to get uh, you know picked up by the SC Network and uh, other platforms. So right now I'm, I'm – I'm in between work and I, I've done these crazy road trips before. I've driven from Orlando to College Station overnight for a hurricane, and I don't know if any. Of, I'm sure some people saw that. Actually, Florida State fans sent me $140 for that game just to like buy drinks because of the story. Shout out to TJ. Actually, he he uh, was the one who like said, was like, "What's your Venmo?" Uh, but right now, I'm I'm yeah, I'm on the road to a, a record 60 college football games. Uh, it's a road trip record. The record's 50 by two brothers in 2016. And uh, I'm shooting for 60. Actually, right now, I just looked this morning on my outline. I have 67 games. So, Betty mm. White, my van holds up. Uh, I honestly might as well just upgrade it and chase in 70. Yeah. Man. So, where where did you get the idea from? Uh, well, I uh, every year for the past, like, five or six years, my friends have sent me these college football Reddit ultimate road trips because they've seen me do that. They've seen me go from – UCF on a Friday night to Auburn on a Saturday night, uh, 2017. Uh, that was a, a big shootout at UC, uh, USF UCF on Friday, and I just went overnight to Auburn. So this has kind of been uh, – those have kind of been many, like, uh, like micro doses, if you will. Uh, you know, shout out to your plugs. I'm not going to name them, but you can. Uh, uh, of this kind of, bit, like, journey that has kind of been baited by my friends. So I kind of just – it's been a small story that's kind of avalanched into what it is now. Right. 
how, how how planned out did you have it? Because I, I remember watching the first your first YouTube video. Um, plug your YouTube. Um, but I remember watching the first YouTube video, and it was kind of like, I've got the first week planned. And then how fluid is the actual six? Yeah. You're, you're, you're in the 20s now. Yeah, so, you know, the day I decided, I circled a Monday on the calendar. I was waiting for an opportunity, and I, uh, I was waiting, you know, for a few weeks and never heard back. So I circled a Monday on the calendar and, and said, all right, if I don't have a decision by this day, I'm going to look at this. And I planned it for like 48, 72 hours and had an outline of all the games. I think at that point it was 62 games, including the national championship, uh, just on outline. I'm going to three weddings this year. They're all on Sundays. So, but they're on the East coast. So they kind of prevented me from going to the West coast a lot. So this is actually going to be my first week on the West coast, but yeah. So as far as like planning, I just had an outline of this looks realistic and, you know, there's been some terrible decisions, you know, driving from Columbia, South Carolina to Cambridge overnight. That was a bad decision, but uh, it was a good time. It's a good part of the story that uh, I'm trying to tell. So, Ben, where where have been – where's your, your favorite place besides Ben Hill Griffin that you've been, and what place surprised you in a good way, and then what place surprised you maybe in, in a not-so-good way? Okay, that's a good question. I mean – I've been to Auburn three times, and every time I go, I fall in love with it more. Like, uh, it's, I know that they used to be a hard rival for us, but uh, if you've ever been to the Plains, like, it's electric, and every moment of the game is basically scripted. And I was actually blessed. Like, one of their uh, 80s DM'd me on uh, Instagram and said, hey, do you need a ticket or anything? And I said, no, I'm good. But, you know, I'm here with a family that's a fifth genera- about to have their fifth generation Auburn Tiger, if you could help them out. And he was like, yeah, you guys can just come on the field before the game. And that was just a value add. Like, I had already fallen in love with Auburn before. From, like, a surprising standpoint, Texas State, uh, if you've seen the SEC Network interview, you know, from, like, an in-game experience, it was, the like, the most, like, plus they have two jumbotrons in their end zone bigger than the one at Ben Hill Griffin. They have a petting zoo. They have bounce houses. They have a beer garden, a free photo booth. Just the in-game experience at Texas State, along with the traditions of Texas, that, that was, like, and – for the tailgaters, the student section of the tailgate, it's a parking lot and each like club or fraternity has their own gated uh, kind of area, which they all become absolute ragers. And there's like, it's basically like 12, 15 different clubs outside the stadium that you can go in and go crazy. I didn't go into those because I'm a little old, uh, but that was, and then for like a letdown standpoint, uh, you know, I'm every, every experience has been great. Like, you know, and it's a story in itself of itself, you know, sometimes, you see people leave earlier than they should um, at games that are still, you know, there's still people there. But besides that, I don't think there's, in my experience, been, you know, it's, I'm obviously like a super passionate person. So I love the game and I go, I stay to the end of every game, but the seeing people in a game that matters, you know, a team that's undefeated at the time and they're leaving at halftime, that kind of like, that was kind of like a little disappointment. And you're not even a fan of either team, and you're like, I'm I'm staying till the the clock hits zero. You're wearing exactly, uh, you know, an actual shirt, or you're an alumni. Just you get twelve, you get twelve opportunities, only six at home, maybe seven at home. Uh, stay till yeah. the end. Yeah, so that was the I was that was the only thing, and I won't like name any schools or anything like that. You, hey Ben, uh, go ahead. What's the role for T like, man? Uh, what's your <laughs> Shower routine, like, are you sleeping in the van? Shout out to Crunch Fitness, shout out to LA Fitness. Exactly, I mean, that looks like, yeah. I mean, since I saw you in New Orleans the first time meeting you, that was a great uh time, and we got to sit together at the game. Like, uh, 
And that wasn't me saying that you were leaving. You had business that day. I know that. Yeah, I ain't <laughs> so get out of here. I'm not going to take I'm out of here. <laughs> we, we definitely left. Uh, and by the time we got to the parking lot, there were like LSU fans saying, hey, we're about to take this to overtime. I was like, what? <laughs> what the hell just happened? Uh, um, um, but like for showers, so this is, I think I've, I'm in the 30s on nights uh, on this trip. And I've had three couches four beds in a hotel that was donated by a nil company at lions uh and so that's been my setup otherwise i have a bed in my van i can walk over there and show it to you right now if you want uh and for showers you know you froze we lost him Nick, that's life on the road. Yeah, that, life that, on the road. That's life on the road at uh, at the Starbucks Wi-Fi. He, I've, been, um, I've been there. I've been. I've done that. I've done that before. I used to travel a lot for work. I uh, used to hop. You know, had to drive maybe to the airport or, or go somewhere, but have to hop on a quick call. And you're you're, you're dicing it up with the internet there. Maybe it's a, a McDonald's, maybe a Starbucks, but uh, hopefully we can get Ben on here shortly. Yeah. Refresh and bounce back. It, um, I think it's so you, uh, dope stories done. That could eventually be a movie or some shit, right? That's sounds like yeah. a good Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I see. Uh, Jason asked, "How's Ben financing it?" I think there's been like some. Um, he said that his phone overheated. <laughs> ben just hit me up. Um, he uh, he's gotten some donations and, and stuff like that, but for the most part, Ben is financing this via credit card. Uh, but like hmm. you just brought up, Corey, that you might be. The American way. You might be painting it on the front end and and then selling your your movie rights to Disney uh, on the, on the back end. Ben just got to have Denzel play me, man. <laughs> so right. Right. Cameo uh, apparently, apparently, it's going to be a quick cameo because uh, Denzel will leave at halftime. Nah, maybe I get the tailgate experience, but I definitely left. I didn't leave at halftime. I left at uh, it was like at a two minute warning. Uh, it was, was kind of the end of the game. We sat there. My brother's a Florida State fan, so we had to sit there for most of it. He didn't want to leave, but I had to wrap up a tailgate and do a no-cap show at the end of that, man. So it was a lot of stuff I had to get to. Uh, but we left at like two-minute warning. It, 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 it seemed like it was wrapped up, but um, we know what happened now at this point. The goal line uh, shenanigans. Uh, I was let's see if we can get sitting, Ben back, though. I was sitting at my friend's house watching that Florida State-LSU game, and he's got – um, I think he had the over, which he needed like three more points. So if the extra point hits, he's like, there's no way unless there's like some weird safety, which would be a 75-yard safety in college overtime. Right. Uh, he's like, there's no way the over doesn't hit. And I go, oh, unless they miss the extra point. And he kind of just like looks at me like, why would you even say that? And then 30 seconds later, extra point's no good. Negative me. His over doesn't cash. <laughs> at least, at least we know Nick's negativity well. is, yeah. is is personal, not just uh, podcast related. Well, <laughs> hopefully we can uh, get Ben back on when his phone is uh, not overheated. Um, but let's uh, let's get on to the show. Um, as always, a uh, show sponsored by our friends over at Homefield Apparel. Visit them, homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code STADIUM and Gale, a bunch of new stuff. Just dropped for them at a variety of different schools. Still about the same 17 different products. Uh, they are offering promos a lot in terms of free shipping. Uh, sometimes it's uh, buy two shirts for a discounted rate. Promo code still works regardless. Stadium and Gale at checkout, homefieldapparel.com. Best vintage items on uh, – 
t-shirts, hoodies, etc., that you could want. Uh, we'll start by uh, looking at this super donation from a friend at Black Pine Labs. Garage ain't no two pump chump. Go Gators. Uh, that's exactly right. A big win uh, for the Gators and an elite gift that I'm sure many people will be using uh, throughout the We get one every year. That is definitely <laughs> the one for the year. That is it. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, we have Ben that, uh, back. Ben, Ben's, ben back. Move, Ben's move locations. All right, Ben's yeah, move locations. All right, Ben. I'm in, I'm in my van, guys. I'm in my van. Uh, so, answering, I, I think I left off on the shower question, if that's what we want. Yeah, to speaking up. of not being a yeah. two-pump chump, Ben joins us from <laughs> his bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, no, I, I shower at uh, you know Planet Fitnesses, and I have uh, this, like, national gym membership which is like 30 bucks a month and it gives me access to like random gyms in different cities i can just look on their map and kind of go from there uh so yeah this is my bed in case you guys are wondering i'm just sitting on my bed uh in my van (laughs) i feel like i feel like we're in um this is an intimate setting with uh buyer sell ben chasing 60 uh three shower ben what was that show? Room Raiders. <laughs> this is like a, a yeah. cross between well, Room Raiders this and is MTV, uh, MTV Cribs, Cribs, man. This is MTV Cribs. Uh, what's is, funny is, is Home Field Apparel sponsors uh, another guy who does college football road trips. So I need to. I, I'm trying to slide into their DMs. Oh, see if Dan can hook you up there. Let hook you up. Just uh, <laughs> just let me know who it is, and we'll uh, we'll try to get uh, try to get that. So. Um, Silk, I think you were asking a question. Other than Ben, you missed that Denzel Washington's going to play him in your movie. Uh, <laughs> your That's awesome. For sure, man. Uh, What's I'm the fatigue like? You tired? Sure. You tired yet? Well, you have oh, the, oh, the, okay. Yeah. So honestly, so week one after uh, you know we saw each other in New Orleans and I headed to Atlanta. That was on you know game five in five days, and and as well as driving from Tucson to Pittsburgh, like that. During that game, I could my back was destroyed. Like yeah. I could barely stand up. Like I was stretching at the tailgate. I went to I literally went to my friend's tailgate, and the whole time I just said, "I'm sorry, I'm going to be stretching our whole conversation." And I was like on my like scratching down. So that was like really tough. Um, and then besides that, is it the longest drive happened, you made? The longest drive, yeah. But Pittsburgh to Tucson was the longest drive up until uh, Wednesday night when I leave Orlando to go to. Uh, uh, San Jose. I'm going to try to get there in 48 hours, and the game's in 41 hours. So I tweeted today. If this tweet gets 69 tweets, I'll go from I'll go to the UCF game, which wasn't on my schedule, and uh, leave there and go to San Jose State. Which, looking at it now, is probably not the smartest thing. But I kind of have this like dopamine hit where I want to top myself each week, and it was going to be boring just driving from Atlanta to San Jose and getting there a few days early. Mind you, I was going to catch up on content, but at this time, it's like I just rather continue to tell the story continue, continue, story, create, continue to create the story um exactly and uh you're going to, you're going to my alma mater ucf the bounce house uh home of the 2017 national champions <laughs> according to that one blog somewhere on the internet uh that yeah. recognized it i know you alone i was there in allowing here man <laughs> <laughs> i was there for uh, that their final game it was a good game what um what do you think – well, first off, that first week was wild. Uh, you had car troubles, um, yep. and, and then you came out of the gate hot. Um, at any point, did you think, like, okay, we need to start, like, maybe three a week, or, or you just, I guess you just answered. You're just trying to top yourself, and at some point you'll uh, go to 12 games in a week. 
start hitting some FCS. <laughs> yeah. Games. So I, so I have, I've been to a, a D2 uh, uh, HBCU game, mm-hmm. Benedict college, Savannah state, Benedict college. And you know, my th- thought process was early. Like if I can add games, it'll in the, in the back end, I could probably take games off, but now, you know, there's only one game I have circled on my calendar that I, I think that I may drop. And it's because it's a Tuesday night game and I'm going from Tucson, Arizona to Ohio, like on Saturday. I don't know. I could do it, but depending on that, that just like, cause I, I may want to celebrate Halloween. So it's kind of, I don't know. We'll see. And, and then how it seems tougher. Obviously you live out um, in, in Arizona, but it seems uh, not advantageous to go back West just with the distance between the schools. Mm-hmm. And people talk about, you know, like the PAC 12 and uh, with USC and UCLA coming, like yeah. the road trips that the teams will have to take and, and they're flying uh, charters, not, not driving yeah. a van around. <laughs> so how much more of a challenge is it going back out West to try to get to these different schools that have thousands of miles between them? Yeah. And that's a good point. And that's why I've been trying to add games on the front end because I have two regular season weeks on the on the West Coast, week six coming up in week nine. And those weeks, you know, I'm just – I've told – I have a few friends that kind of monitor my logistics and they'll say, like, they'll, they'll message me when, uh, like, the, the times are dropped while I'm driving. Like, Omar today, he said, hey, the, you know, the Michigan uh, game's at noon, big kick. And I was like, all right, cool, that's good to know. So I can try to double up there. But on the West Coast, like, you know, this week I do – San Diego, or San Jose State on Friday. I'm not doing any Thursday night games because logistically it didn't make sense. And I'm doing two on Saturday, L.A. and San Diego. And then next, in week nine, I, I'm going from – is Washington State in Pullman? Yeah. So Pullman to BYU to, like, Tucson, which is tough. But I – because I, I live in Tucson, yeah, it's a lot of miles. And uh, I'll have my – going to get my fourth oil change tomorrow probably on this trip. Oh, wow. <laughs> We need to get you with a with Jiffy Lube or an Honest One or somebody to get you some free oil change here. Actually, uh, Jiffy Lube, I DM them uh, in Blacksburg, and they said they're going to send me an e gift card. And then they're like, "JK, we can't send you an e gift card. Can we send something in the mail to you?" And I go, "Well, it's a funny story. I'm on (laughs) a road question." (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt, I'm actually talking to you because uh, my 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 van doesn't have a mailbox or a box, Um, so uh, I'm figuring that one with them. Uh, ben, while you were gone, uh, Nick kind of tried to answer this question a bit. Uh, how's your, your trip being financed? Uh, Jason Posey asked, uh, is it crowdsourced or? <clears throat> sure. That's a good question. So, uh, I've sent out 90 thank you letters in the past few weeks to people that have just sent me anywhere from $5 to a few hundred dollars for this trip. So it's, it's pretty much grassroots. I did do a deal with TickPick, uh, which ironically is my favorite ticketing app, and I won't talk about it more than that. To, but uh, one tweet and one uh, TikTok video, and they're sending me $500. I haven't done the tweet yet, but I did the TikTok video. Uh, so that's like the only – and then one of my friends has like a travel agency, and I was promoting that for a little bit just to help him out because yeah. uh, he's like a travel consultant uh, on the – he like flies to hotels and tra- like consults our hotels, and he does like personal stuff on the side. So, But mostly I would say 98% of this trip has been funded by just people saying, hey, like I love what you're doing. I wish I could do it. You know, I had a guy uh, at the Auburn like tailgate just give me a $100 bill that I couldn't even pay anywhere with, but I was very grateful <laughs> for it. <laughs> Uh, so it's just been crazy, man. I, I've just been blessed, and I mean, you guys hooked me up with the ticket uh, uh, in, uh, in New Orleans. So every 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 road has been different. Shout out to us. Um, 
Ben, talk to us a little bit about uh, ESPN or uh, SEC Network reaching out to you because you've been on what? Is it twice or once? Yeah, so I've been on twice, and that was kind of like very surreal because so the first time it happened, you know, I posted that video on Twitter on Saturday, and I got a DM from the producer Luke on Tuesday and said, "Hey, like I, I would love to have you on potentially on Friday," and this was before I even this is after game one. So I was like, man, they're like really. So when that happened, it's a, I, it, it clicked in my head. Like, no, I'm really doing this. Like, if I go on the SC network, I can't not, like, I can't fail at this. And, like, I know, I think Nick has probably seen the, the car trouble video. At the end of that video, like, I'm very emotional because I'm like, at that point, I'm like all in, right? And so they, I had a call with them on Thursday, and they're like, yeah, we'll put you on. Sounds good. And then at the end of it, you know, I didn't know if I did well. I just, I fumbled over my words one time, and but I thought it was kind of cool. And uh, he texted me and said, hey, like, you know, potentially, you know, we'll have you on if you get another SEC game or whatever. And I said, okay. And then he, he uh, I was going to Columbia because the hurricane moved that game to Thursday. And their, their, uh, their, their studio is in Charlotte, which is 90 minutes north. And he goes, you know, if you want to, I can ask and see if you can just come in the studio. And I was like, do I want, do I want to? Of course I want to. Uh, so that's kind of how that worked out. And I got, you know, I went from Columbia to Charlotte for that. And I, you know, I, I, I left there directly to go to middle Tennessee, uh, after that, I didn't even shower. So. Mm. Speaking of hurricanes, shout out to middle Tennessee state. <laughs> I'm just looking at your, your map here. How many States right now are you planning on visiting? Ooh. Uh, like, Visiting, like actually sitting down and having a cup of coffee or like drive. Well, how many states do you think you'll make it to? I'll probably drive through at least high 20s, if not in the 30s, I would say. I mean, I went to Massachusetts and I, so I've already driven through like basically the whole eastern coast. I've driven, you know, to Tucson, so Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. And I'm going to Iowa. I'm going to Michigan. I'm going like, yeah, there, I. I Are you going to Iowa that, City? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, is that, that's where uh, University the, of Iowa is. Boy, do I have some recommendations yeah. for me. Those are Dan Thompson's old stomping grounds uh, for a that's couple a, years. I, well, it'll be a Friday night game, so I'll have to, whatever you do, it'll, it'll have to be like before the game because Saturday I'm going to an, uh, the Iron Bowl immediately. He's trying to see you on the bender, man. Listen, he's going to derail <laughs> you, man. Yeah, you're gonna dancing, <laughs> dancing Dan, dancing Dan, and dancing Ben are going to go crazy one day. That's right. Um, that's awesome. Uh, Corey, uh, Nick, any more uh, questions or anything else? No, my, uh, you said it's all been surreal, man. Most of it, um, even when me and you talk, you said a lot of it's uh, just surreal. Uh, what's what's the most surreal thing outside of the ESPN thing? Who's hit your DMs? Or what do you think it, this eventually ends? You think you end up at a national championship game? Yeah, so the, the first part of your question, like, you know, the fact that like when the Auburn D got uh, AD like messaged me and said, what do you need? I was like, do you need a tick? Do you need-? And then I said, I don't need anything, but if you can help me bring my friends. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Like that was like when it was more than just like, like this is like cool. Like, I got, I go on the field at Auburn. Like that was really cool. I'm not going to lie. But like the fact I could share it with a third generation Auburn tiger and like 11 year old right. that like falls in love. Like that was something that was really cool. And then for, you know, I have game right now. Game 67 is the national championship game. So, and, uh, you know, I've already kind of, like, 
mentally said, if it's on my outline, I'm going to get there somehow. So I would say, yes, I'm hopefully going to go to the national championship. Now, is this a Guinness like world record or is this something that's. <clears throat> so like the record official? in 20, the, the record in 2016, like, like there's articles that mention Guinness, Guinness, but like when I searched the website on Guinness, it's, I couldn't find it. And I applied officially to Guinness for $5. Uh, so, but I don't hear back for 12 weeks. The only other way to do it is to spend a thousand dollars on a like seven day turnaround. And I was not going to, not going to be able to do that. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those things that if, if I get a Guinness record, awesome. But if I don't like the story itself holds weight and you know, the people that I've met over the, and they've they seen me do it, like they're going to, they'll, they'll know. I got a hat, bro. I got a hat as a memorabilia piece, man. Out of it, I want a hat through some. Uh, Silk hasn't won a single spinning wheel that Dan has done, and there's only three names, only two yeah. other names that aren't. Dan has done racist. He has done racist. Got, got a thousand people on the wheel, and Silk's name pops up. Champ, that was crazy, man. I laughed so hard. If you didn't have video Dude, evidence, yeah. they they gonna think you uh you, you you know you set it up, man. It was fixed. <laughs> just for yeah just for context so every like person that sends me even a dollar or like anything or helps me along the way i put them on this spinny thing and give away like shirts and hats and cups from the, uh, the from the from the game i'm a little behind on it but uh hopefully when i get uh let's see maybe tomorrow i'll be able to do the the games i haven't got to do yet so ben if that, people yeah. want to send you venmo cash app reach out to you where can they do that well, I mean, right now, I'm going to lean on what you guys said earlier. Like, I would rather you support, like, the the hurricane efforts. If you want to support me, support the hurricane efforts in Florida. Uh, but, you know, just throw me a follow on social, at Benji Chase, on Instagram, at Benji Chase, on Twitter, the stand G's for guy, Gator, man. but it's also my middle name. Um, what was that? It's a stand-up guy here, man. No, I, I, I like, I just... You know, I know that like every day this story gets bigger and it's yeah, like, but right now the biggest thing to me is like, I'm from Orlando and my mom lost power. My dad lost power. Like I know that that's like the bare minimum right now. Uh, and I've had friends that have lost like their entire houses. So I'd rather just support that than, than my, you know, crazy random guy driving around the country. You, um, you're obviously seeing a bunch of games. Do you have any plans to see the team on your hat right now again? Uh, well, I, I jokingly said, uh, you know, I'll see him in the SC championship and in the, the national championship. Uh, I'm going to still lean on that because you never know. We can backdoor it, but, uh, whatever, whatever bowl game they're going to be in, uh, wild that, I assume I'll be going to that. That's a wild backdoor. That's a negative story for you. He's <laughs> trespassing. <laughs> trespassing hey, back door. Hey, uh, all, all we can do is be a fan, right? That's it, man. I'm gonna cheer. I'm gonna cheer. I'm gonna do my part for sure, Ben. Yeah. So no. So I, I assume whatever bowl game they're gonna be in. Uh, yeah, I got 13 bowl games on my outline right now. As long as I can drive, like I'll probably be there. Does Does your family think you're crazy for doing this? Does your friends think you're crazy? Anybody think you're crazy? Uh, I think I'm crazy, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. My family <laughs> thinks I'm crazy. I've had multiple people, like, when I announced it on Facebook, like, one of the first comments was just, no. Like, that's all it was. And I was just like, all right, cool. Like, and then I've had people, like, that are my closest friends that, that all they do is send me negative stuff. Like, like they'll reply to my stories negatively. And I've just kind of decided to just keep it moving at this point. So, like, I have had 
some people like that but most of everyone at this point that i let like get a hold of me are people that are like showing me love or supporting me right, That's right, awesome. right. there's gonna be a lot of haters and whatever you do just keep it up man uh and most importantly be safe um and enjoy the Thank ride you. right i mean enjoy Thanks. you know i was i was uh i was at a conference a couple of weeks ago and the main speaker was uh basically saying sometimes we get so focused on the destination that we lose sight of everything along the way um you know compared journey, to road trips baby. so you know there's a lot of fun uh as somebody that's traveled a, a lot as well um, there's so much fun in kind of the monotony of some things and finding the random place to pull over or that random stop. So enjoy it, man. Enjoy the, uh, yeah. the sights, enjoy the, uh, the sounds and, and meeting people from all over the United States. It's a really cool experience, man. No, I really appreciate it. And I think I gave you guys access to the, the buy or sell. You're one of your interns is doing it now. Like yeah. I mean, I'll still do it if you guys need me to, but uh, that was like a, I just wanted to add value to your podcast because I really enjoy you know your content. Uh, we, uh, and that was well, I'm winning, right? I'm, I'm winning, Ben. I don't know if you keep me <laughs> up with the score, but I'm kind of dominating scoreboard, this thing lately, man. Scoreboard, I love it. I think I'm. I'm I'll, 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 at the end of the season, I'll binge them all. Uh, at the end of the season, I'll binge them all, and I'll, I'll tally it up too. I appreciate that, brother. Well, we'll uh, we'll catch you soon, Ben. We'll have you on towards the end of the season again to to get a uh, an update of where you're at, brother. Thank you, guys, and go Gators. Thanks, it um I always story. talk about I always talk about like like working in sports um like there's a lot more that goes into it but like it's it's a dope job like at the end of the day yeah. I I get, I get to watch football like there's a lot more that goes into it like I just talked about like last Saturday I was able to actually watch games and that was fun um like Ben's creating right now like it's such a dope story but like there also are <laughs> 14 or, or 20 hour drives from orlando to tucson uh you know that that you'll be driving at three o'clock in the morning through the middle of nowhere texas that uh mm-hmm. you know might not make it to the movie yeah that's a that's a really cool story man it's uh, i know a lot of people sure. are, are rooting on uh rooting him on for that well let's um let's get back to the show or back to the game um Let's give a, a quick shout out. I know we just didn't add her, then Ben came back on, but we got bills to pay. So uh, visit Alumni Hall uh, either on Archer Road or visit them at alumnihall.com. Uh, they are encouraging you to take a look at um, Antigua, which is a new band, our brand, pardon me, that is doing men's polo. Uh, men's polos for them that Sounds you like can see. Band. Yeah, it does sound like a fire band. Uh, but uh, Antigua, uh, new uh, men's polos that they have available, as well as uh, some new footballs that they have, which are part of the Ring of Honor collection uh, with uh, Danny Werfel and uh, Emmett Smith, Jack Youngblood, Tim Tebow. Uh, so check those out, as well as the new women's crew necks that have come in and new kids apparel as well. So again, Alumni Hall on Archer Road, newly expanded, or Alumni Hall dot com all right boys so the gators win 52 to 17 in a game that wasn't even that close um gators do what they have to do against a team that they're supposed to do it against uh a lot of big points big yards um overall uh thoughts on the game before we break it down a little bit more big picture thoughts so uh on a rewatch, because I told you I missed the first quarter. Uh, mm-hmm. I like I like the way they started the game. Defense gave up a. They just it was it looked like it was going to be a long day. Uh, the first mm-hmm. drive of the defense, but they got three points. Uh, offense comes on the field, uh, and you know 
explosive right out the gate to to Justin Short, a 75-yard pass. Uh, like the way it started, like the way we ran the ball, like the overall game plan, um, you know, kept it. I like the the, the switching and, and who was doing certain things on the offense with Pearsall running the jet sweep. Um, mm. From that standpoint, uh, I like the way Kitna came in. Uh, when, when AR went down early uh, to get taped up a little bit, he looked good um, early on. Uh, I like that how Billy, how much Billy trusts him. I know it was Eastern Washington, but Billy ain't having him in there just handing the ball off three times and just get out of there. He trusts him to do some things, man. So uh defense, we just got a lot to fix on the defensive side of the yeah. ball. Um, uh, like seeing the young boys at safety, Kamari Wilson, uh uh show some some promise at that safety spot coming downhill, smacking some stuff here and there. Uh linebacker position still, there's a lot to be desired in that room. Um, want to see Gervon Dexter dominate, man. It's Eastern Washington. So just not seeing the domination out of him that I expected, man. Uh, just hoping that improves. I'm not saying he's playing bad football, but I'm just not seeing him just take over games. Um, or just you know, there, there's a lot. I know this team. This is it's um, just watching. I know Billy answered it in the past as far as the way they line up on the line of scrimmage and and, and teams that cut block and all that stuff. But uh, just not seeing a lot from the defensive side of the ball. I want to. I just want to see better execution, man. Um, I thought I thought the one black looked good when he got some some minutes mm-hmm. when he came in. I know Amari Bernie went out with an injury. Uh the one black 30 came in later in the game to get some reps. He looked good. Um, I don't know what his, his whole deal with, with practice, learning the playbook, what his his deal may be without get with his reason for not getting snaps, but uh, in his limited play, he looked good. Yeah, I think um I think that's really the issue with with Dewan right now. Just talking to a couple people. Um might need like the coaching ball on the field. So I think it's just a matter of getting the playbook, knowing what your responsibility is. And you're now you're playing at a position where, you know, you're not uh, a cornerback and, and all you have to know is don't let the guy in front of you catch the ball. You have to know what 10 other people are doing um, while identifying what the offense is doing and relaying that information to the other 10 people that you're next to. Um <laughs> I was I was worried that we were gonna get you know that uh, that USF team that we saw was really good and executed and well coached. Uh, they stink, um, so I was worried about another letdown game. But Florida did. Florida took care of an opponent the way that you're supposed to take care of an opponent like that. Um, so other than that, good to see the young guys. Um, a bunch of guys burned red shirts uh, was no surprise. Um, I think other than Miguel Mitchell, who ended up playing his first defensive snaps, but he had played in every special and uh, every game on special teams prior to that. He gets a forced fumble. Um, I know Florida likes the hashtag uh, you future. I think you got to see uh, a bit of that um, mm-hmm. five on defense looks real um, mm-hmm. plays violent. That's what I like to see from a safety Um and yes, I think you're I think you're seeing a little bit more of Chris McClellan each week. I think he's getting a little more burn. It's um, good, man. And, and that's something you need because you that was my biggest question um, heading into the year was depth defensive uh, on the defensive line, the interior defensive line. So getting him more reps, getting him ready. Um, that's a future starter. Um, I think you're seeing even a young guy like Austin Barber, who's a retro freshman and has stepped into a starting role. There's a lot of young guys that got some burn. Um, last Saturday, and, and I think you'll see guys like Kamari continue to play more. Um, and, and you'll see uh, – it was really good to see Jaden Hill back. My guy hadn't played since 2020, um, played a bunch of snaps, uh, made some plays, forgot forgot how good of a tackler he can be. Mm. Told you guys two years ago. 
the the season goes as Jaden Hill goes. Dan Thompson yeah, and, and since Jaden since Jaden Hill's been back, we're one to zero, baby. There you go. They, we got to get that. Team. We got to get that back door into the national championships. It all starts with Jaden Hill. That's, um, that's trespassing. What a line. That's definitely trespassing. <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, I want to run through just some stats here. I know some of you guys uh, like to hear some of these advanced stats. So, uh, Gators. Um, <laughs> This is pretty wild. Uh, the Gators um, had 13 total drives. Uh, average plays per drive, 5.82. Uh, An average nearly 60 or 60 yards per drive. Uh, so just incredible efficiency there on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, 49 total scrimmage plays uh, in the game. Eight were explosive. Uh, so really uh, tremendous effort on offense. Uh, success rate uh, was 69% of their plays were successful uh, that they ran. Uh, average 13.82 yards per play uh, and average almost 18 yards per pass uh, every time Anthony Richardson or Jalen Kitna, who we'll talk about here in a second, uh, drops back, which is uh, all in the 99th percentile of all games uh, this weekend. Uh, outside of that, uh, Gators do get two sacks in the game. Uh, do ultimately struggle uh, with uh, the rushing attack, especially in the first quarter, which I want to talk to you guys a little bit more about. Uh, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, do still give up 432 yards to Eastern Washington. I know that they got some big chunk yards at the end of uh, the game, which are, you know, something that we can, you know, kind of chalk up to, to end of the game in, in a blowout. But still um, don't love seeing 432 yards given up. Uh, but uh, led up 204 yards rushing and 264 yards uh, through the air. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, quarterback. I know we, we just mentioned Anthony Richardson goes uh, 16 for 22 for 392 yards, 17.8 uh, yards per attempt, three touchdowns, one interception. The interception was a little wonky uh, in terms of him throwing into triple coverage, uh, probably just a mental mistake there. But overall, Anthony Richardson looks comfortable uh, and is playing his game and has thrown for about 840 yards over the last two uh, two games. Any thoughts on Anthony Richardson um, before we get into Jalen Kitna? Yeah, it. Um, listen, as important as winning this game was coming out of this game healthy. I think, like, obviously, maybe maybe a slightly less important. You don't want to lose the game and come out healthy. Um, so when Anthony gets rolled up on, I'm thinking, okay, uh, you, you failed one of the two most important objectives. Um, but uh, I think at this point of the season, nobody is uh, feeling great. Everyone's a little dinged up, and, and he's just a little dinged up. Um, but uh, Anthony played a great game. Um, threw the ball well. Um, you're playing an undersized, overmatched, slow opponent, um, so you should look good. Um, but like we said, you know, when Will Greer was uh, playing a really small division in North Carolina, you beat the opponents the way you're supposed to beat them. You can't control who you're playing. So he looked good. Um and uh, I, I think we'll see uh, some more progression this week against Missouri from him as well. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, the Gators, I mean, obviously a different regime, but they were in a, a dogfight with with Samson last year, right? So, uh, but Samson seventy to, to fifty two. Um, other games against you know not great uh, opponents. You know, Florida hasn't always looked. Uh, the most interested or the most uh, engaged during those games. So it's definitely good to see uh, them win that game. Eastern Washington is obviously not nearly as good um, 
as as Florida or even USF play a completely different division of football. Uh, but for their division, they're pretty good. And, you know, Florida could have very easily with all the distraction and then playing on Sunday easily had a bit of a letdown game. Uh, and you can't take any anything for granted, right? Middle Tennessee State just beat the um, beat the brakes off of Miami the week before. So, so any win's a good win. Um, Stoke, so I want to get your thoughts on uh, on Jalen Kitna. Obviously, easy to talk about Anthony Richardson, but uh, there's been a lot of discussion on this uh, podcast about Jalen Kitna not being ready, about Jalen Kitna not even being the backup that uh, uh, that the walk on was actually the backup. We we found out that Jalen Kitna is the backup, and uh, Silk, so I know you had a take on uh, the roll up podcast yesterday that uh, you think that Jalen Kitna might have just taken uh, Jack Miller's spot as well. I heard that before the Jack Miller injury. Um, I thought that that, that that's something I heard from just some people around that even if Jack Miller was healthy, that Killer Kitna was challenging for uh QB two. Um, I think Kitna played a really good game, man. Uh, just a good find by the last staff. Uh, similar to, I mean, wearing at eleven, he looked a lot like Kyle, but uh, footwork I thought was solid. I'm not a quarterback guru, man, but kid looked super comfortable, man. Um. Didn't look like a, a, a first-year start. I don't care if it's Eastern Washington. That, that didn't look like a first start. So um, he, he over-exceeded expectations as far as me. I, I do like that Anthony Richardson's touch is a lot better. He's not uh, fastballing a lot of those. Um, he's taking something off of it. His touch is a lot better from week to week. It's a lot of touch throws. But yeah, Kitten is dropping stuff out of the air. And it's just that's super um, encouraging for the quarterback room uh, with recruiting and everything else, man, just seeing the development happen. But – I like what I saw. I'm not I'm not as as afraid as afraid if uh, AR was to go down. Uh, Jalen Kitty goes eight for twelve for 152 yards and a touchdown. Nick, your thoughts? Yeah, he throws a really really pretty deep ball. Um, Khalil Jackson made I think hmm. one of the craziest catches I've seen. But the ball he threw, uh, Kitten to threw to Caleb Douglas, um, just dropped that into into a garbage can. Um, and uh, I, I think he looks good. Uh, Billy Billy mentioned that after the game that uh, Kitten has made a lot of progress, specifically in the last two weeks. Uh, mentioned that he was 100% completion in, in a practice. Didn't know if that had happened. Um, so I, I think I feel a little bit better. I don't know if – it's interesting because the longer Jack Miller is out, um, you know, yeah, I think I think Kittner would be the, the guy that would go, you know, if Anthony loses the helmet, I think he, you know, uh, against LSU at night. I think Kitten is the guy that goes in, even if Jack Miller is suited up for the first time this year. Um, I still think there's a big drop-off from Anthony Richardson to Jalen Kitten. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, oh, sure. and a very different style quarterback. So you're going to be ripping pages out of the game plan if Anthony Richardson were to go down in the first quarter of the game. You're are they? Really? The I don't know if they are. Uh, any design run like Kit- Kitten can run, but not like the way the ant runs. I also They're not think really designer runs though. They they had some design runs uh, in uh, in Knoxville for ant- in Knoxville, but from the from the grand scheme of it all, I don't know how much they're changing the playbook if Anthony goes down because that's how being been our biggest gripe if they're not running him like that. Yeah, I also think he's Anthony on some of the design runs hasn't been as good. It, it's almost like he's better when the play breaks down. Um, and, and he can freestyle a little bit. Um, He's freestyling on the design runs. That's that's the only thing that's prevented design runs from not happening. Uh, <laughs> you got to let his block set up and follow them guys. 
you, you got to know when to read the 16 bars that you wrote before or, or when it's time to get in the booth and freestyle. Word up. Let's get to uh, running backs. Ultimately, Gators rush four. Let me get the exact number. This is something that I should have had before. Gators rush for 281 yards. Uh, average 10.41 yards per carry. UC rushing by Montreal Johnson, uh, Anthony Richard, uh, Trevor Etienne, Naquan Wright, and Lorenzo Lingard. And Eddie Battle uh, runs a couple times uh, in the game, as well as Carlson Joseph. Um, I thought Montreal Johnson looked good. I thought Trevor Etienne looked good. Uh, but we finally got to see Lorenzo Lingard, who goes for five uh, attempts for 45 yards and a touchdown, but what did you guys think of uh, the Gators rushing attack? I thought it was good. Uh, the people want to see more Linger. I think Linger is explosive, man. Uh, I think we know what we're getting out of uh, Naquan, right? We know what we're getting out of Montreal and also uh, Etienne at this point, but we was all uh, waiting to see 21 get some carries. I thought he looked good. Uh, I think he deserves more carries. I just think he looks explosive. He's bringing a little bit, a, a, a little different burst coming out of the backfield in my opinion. Um, so I wouldn't mind seeing him get more carries, man. Or finally, I don't know if he could catch or not. Uh, if we could get him on punt return, kickoff return, that would be something. But I just thought the kid looked look impressive, catching the ball and running the ball. He looked explosive. That's just his uh, third touchdown of his career. He had two in 2018 uh, against Savannah State as a Miami Hurricane. Uh, so long time coming for Lorenzo Lingard. I, I just don't know how you take carries away from the three that you got like Naquan Wright consistently by pro football focus is the top rated running back. Um, I think you need more carries. Um, Shout for... out to the analytics, but I got eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I just don't know how you get Lorenzo more carries than and, and who are you taking them away from? Are you taking away from Anthony or are you taking away from Montreal Trevor? Um I know what most fans would want. You're taking them away from five, but I think big, big fan of five here. Yeah, no, I, I'm a big fan of five too. Five does some things that you probably don't see as much out of a running back in terms of, of, of blocking and, uh, and other stuff. But I did think that he had another gear. I would love to see him get Lorenzo Lingard. That is an opportunity maybe in a game and, and maybe it's not, you know, five or 10 rushes. You just don't have that many, but you know, maybe two or three, he's explosive. Um, and it wasn't just because Eastern Washington's, you know, not an FBS level team. I, I truly thought that he was able to find some good holes. And, and the second he gets to that next level, he's got a, he's got some afterburners that he can turn on that, that maybe the Gators don't have, um, you know, out of Johnson and ETN that that's certainly not a, a slight on them, but Lorenzo Lingard, um, you know, certainly looked great in my opinion during that game. So I guess we'll see, uh, you know, with the Missouri game this week, if, if he was able to earn himself uh, some opportunities to run the ball, but I definitely think that he looked good uh, when he went in the game. And I know a lot of Gator fans have been clamoring for him for a while. Um, so good to see, um, from uh, what was from he? Is, is this his last year uh, eligibility? I think he has another year if he wants. Uh, with COVID and the red shirt year and everything else, he, he theoretically has one more year uh, left. But outside of Naquan Wright, uh, there's nobody that's going to be leaving after this year. So again, um, you have more people coming in. Naquan Wright's a red shirt sophomore. No, okay. Geez, yeah. I. Yeah. 
I guess that COVID year has thrown me so far off on, on yeah, how yeah. long these people have been here. So yeah, Naquan well, Wright will be back. So you same stalemate next year. You think Naquan comes yeah. back? I don't think Naquan comes uh, back. I mean, Naquan – so Naquan enrolled in 2019, um, redshirted, uh, and then gets a redshirt year for 2020. Um, so, I mean, technically, Naquan – I guess is, he could go somewhere te- else. Technically, Naquan is playing his – uh, redshirt freshman year, I think, because 2020 is a year. Even, even, even though even though he played in nine games at in 2020, everyone gets a free year. So 19 was his redshirt year. 2020 is a free year. He's listed as a redshirt sophomore right now, uh, but technically a redshirt freshman. Like he well, could no, have. He played in. He played last year and this year. So oh, sorry. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophomore. He's a at, at sophomore. the worst, with, yeah. With with um, the COVID year, a retro sophomore. Right. I think I think what Silk's saying is maybe there's an opportunity for him. I know that he's not disparaging or putting anybody in the transfer portal, but uh, it's you a know, crowded room. A, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know, bro. Um, Naquan's a little different. I don't know. If he's the happiest person being a student athlete. You know. Um, I don't think it's just like transfer portal. He may he may weigh some other options. Who knows? But. Mm-hmm. Um, Four running backs, I don't see Linger coming back. Somebody's going to exit. Um, yeah. They just have to. Yeah, and I think we're seeing where the predominant uh, you know, number of carries have gone recently with Johnson and ETN. Uh, let's talk a little bit about wide receivers. Sure. Another big game by by Justin Shorter. Uh, we saw Ricky Pearsall run a 76-yard uh, jet sweep or reverse. Um, we saw uh, a lot of people get a lot of action uh, in this game. Let's see. Let me see if I can find pass targets. Justin Shorter, you know, one catch, 75 yards. Xavier Henderson, two catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. Keon Zipper, two catches, 47 yards. Dejon Reynolds, 74 yards on two catches. Trent Whittemore, 23 yards. Uh, Naquan Wright, uh, one catch. Ricky Pearsaw, 22-yard uh, catch. Caleb Douglas, uh, one catch on three targets for 62 yards in his first career touchdown. Um Jordan Pouncey gets his first catch of the season. So uh, a lot of people involved in this game. Hey, that no more Wright Brothers sweeps. That was that was a jet sweep. Oh, from pretty man. Ricky. We got some juice on the jet. Nick, do you still want to stand on your take of this being the worst wide receiver room in the history of the Gators? Yeah. Yeah. Not the history what? since I've been here. Yeah. No, nah, it's been some worse, I mean, man. That room with Sosa and, and uh what's my man name? Uh Wharton. Oh, oh, yeah. oh how dare you? Uh, yeah. How dare you catch the baby? CJ Wharton, if he if he spent a little less time at Midtown, um I would love and, him on the podcast, and, and, but not on my wide receiver corpse. If 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 CJ Wharton liked football as much as what football did for him, he would have been a great one in orange and blue. But yeah, I can't disparage uh, I mean, him. He was a great I, one at Midtown. He, a Midtown legend. Yeah. You need to do a, a Patreon yeah, episode. Uh, Midtown Legends, man. Listen, well, we're, we're, you're asking me if I should roll back a take because they looked good against a bunch of 140 pounds. I don't think DBs they look bad this season. Though. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that they've looked bad this season. They're not getting open. They, they That's been their problem. I think you know? I think things are changing a little bit. I mean, you saw them get open against Tennessee, who is a top yeah. 10 team right now. Uh, right? Bad defensive back room. I don't think our struggles in offensively has been receivers getting open. We've missed some open guys. Like I, I think these guys have either been schemed open or they've been getting open. They've been winning 50-50 balls with shorter. I think mm-hmm. Pearsall has looked good. Those are two really good, solid receivers. There, there's no way this is the worst 
wide receivers. I think they're okay. I don't think Shout they're the greatest room. Shout no room. Yeah, Co- Cobra's doing a good job, but I think this room's KFC. okay, man. Shout out to Shorty. Shorty definitely got better. Uh, yeah. He had a lot of drops last year. Um, That don't seem to be an issue this year. Mm-hmm. He's made himself some money. Yeah, no, I, I don't think the wide receiver room is, is nearly uh, devoid of talent. Do I think that Florida's had better wide receiver rooms? Certainly, but I do think that they they have a lot of different people that can do a lot of different things. I think that Justin Short is coming in on his own. Ricky Pierce obviously has a lot of speed. Uh, I put this out on the internet, and maybe I'm slightly wrong because Justin Short is having a good season as well. Um, it is funny to look at both Florida and Florida State. They're two best wide receivers, and you can put a 1A, 1B with Pierce on shorter. Um, are both Arizona State transfers. Um, Johnny Wilson over at FSU is having a good year. Um, And uh, and obviously Ricky Pierce also. Uh, Emory Emory Jones goes to Arizona State. Two best wide receiver targets in the state are at uh, Arizona State, come to the state of Florida. Um, So, yeah, Um, just an interesting – Life be life and man. Life be life and – Shout out to the Pac-12, the Pac-12 refugees getting it done in Florida. Did you see uh, my man Nesta spray the uh, the water in old boy face out there? Arizona? Oh, was that Nesta him? Man? No, yeah, it was Nesta, man. Oh man, I didn't even know Nesta. I mean, I think Nesta is one of those guys, kind of like Naquan Wright or some of these other guys. You're just like maybe Solomon Patton, where you're just like, I just felt like you were in college forever. Like I feel like Nesta Silvera was in college like six years ago. Shoot, yeah. I remember. I remember Nesta, I don't know if it was his dad or an uncle who was with him. We were all waiting at the airport. He was leaving a Florida visit and uh, told us, nope, we can't. We got to we have to we have to go get through security. And I looked down and I'm like, there's seven people in security uh, and your flight's in two hours. I'm like, we yeah, definitely have right. time. What he thought he was, man. Uh, let's get to, uh, to tight end. Um thoughts there um you saw yeah zipper had a good game uh dante zanders is getting some some playing time didn't think that he had the best game um but uh you know ultimately tight end room it kind of is what it is uh nick alkinis gets his first playing time i think at florida is that right nick um he's played playing time the tight end yeah first time at tight end um he unfortunately um yeah, got injured. It gets hurt. Uh, it's the same shoulder that he hurt in the spring. He was in a, a sling. So uh, we might uh, have seen the first and last uh, of him. All right. Uh, any thoughts on the tight end room? Then we'll get to the offensive line, who I thought played um, quite well during this game, despite the opponent. The tight end room is becoming more of a tight end room and less of a small offensive line room, which I've called them Correct. Uh, in the past. Keon Zipper is making plays. Um, now I think all he needed to do was stick his face mask into somebody's chest, and they were like, oh, hey, maybe we should continue getting this guy the ball. Um, Jonathan Odom played a little bit yesterday, yep. and uh, Gainesville native Noah Keeter got some reps on Sunday as well. Yeah, I'm with Nick. I seen there's been a uh, the position's been used a little bit more than I thought. Um, so my my opinion about the recruiting of the position has changed too, man. We need to get some tight ends. <laughs> run and do some shit. <laughs> you know, you're you're, at, you're adding tight ends to the shopping list now. 
Yeah, I mean, we were abysmal at recruiting the position this cycle, and 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 it looks like a position that we're going to use in our offensive uh, plans, man. So I think we need to get some – the room is already uh, not where we need to be. So I think we need to up the talent level, either in, either in the portal or recruit the high school ranks better. But right now, that's a room we need to improve. Yeah, I don't think Florida has any tight ends, not only committed, but I don't see many visiting or anything else. So Florida's definitely uh, going to probably need to hit the transfer portal. Is Dante? This is Dante Xander's last year, Nick, or getting there? You're on mute, my friend. That's uh, that's what I was going to say. Florida, um, I think William Peter would welcome Dante Xander's back, and he has one more year uh, potentially of eligibility. Um, but Florida absolutely uh, will be hitting the transfer portal for a uh, for a tight end. Go get me Brock Bowers. Yeah, Brock oh, Bowers. Man. Yeah, go get me Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers is uh, might enter the Heisman race uh, after his game in Jacksonville. Uh, Nick had a thought that he then deleted. Nick, do you want to tell everybody what it was? Brock Bowers might be the best player in the country. Mm. A tight end? You think so? Might be the best player in the country. I mean, he's mm. he, he guy guy can play some football. And I'm sitting there watching. I'm sitting there watching the Missouri game, and I tweeted. I was like, I, I'm I'm looking forward to see how Missouri loses this game because they've dominated it up mm. until this point. Um, and then I'm watching Georgia throw to everyone not named Brock Bowers. I'm like, what are you doing? And then of course, there you go, touchdown. Yeah, he's impressive, but I don't know if he's the best player in the country. That's You're just saying. a hater. Uh, we've yeah, got that a, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, or Soka, I'm not sure if you have uh, heard anything on Arliss Boardingham. Uh, he's injured, freshman. right? Um, he dressed for the first time. So he okay. has been injured, um, but dressed for the first time last week. Um, I, I don't know that you would play him in more than four games. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you, you missed the first four with an injury. Um, you're not going to get extensive playing time. Being a freshman, that you missed, you know, you came in and you missed really almost the entire fall. As soon as you got into campus, um, you got hurt. And then you missed the first month of the season. Uh, maybe you get him into four games um, if you think he's ready. Um, but at this point, you know, uh, I think the maximum we would see Arliss boarding him is, is, is four games. But it was good to see him uh, dressed mm-hmm. out in pads for the game for the first time uh, last yep. weekend. Gonna seem healthy, uh, Nick. I think you have a couple people. Bam, raw diets and pet supplies, as well as big said. See, yeah, probably said. Um, agree with you about uh, Brock Bowers being the best athlete in the country. Uh, let's get to offensive line. What were you guys' thoughts on the offensive line? I thought uh, they played well uh, again, despite the talent, despite the team. Uh, looked very sound. A lot of second level work. Uh, by your offensive line, I thought for the most part they played about as good of a game uh, as you could imagine in terms of opening holes uh, in the rushing attack as well as protecting Anthony Richardson uh, as they could. Any thoughts on the offensive line other than just an all-around good effort? On that Pearsall run, I like that my offensive line was like 30 yards downfield, man. Still looking yeah. for, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Eagles to put on the ass a little bit, man. So I just I, I like the overall play, but on big plays, I like to see my guys still running down the field trying to make shit happen. So offensive line is looking good. Um, on, on, even when 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 you get, like you said, third, fourth quarter, when you get the backups in, um, they don't look lost. Um, there's nobody whiffing on a lot of stuff, man. So 
Uh, like what Rob Sells doing in the offensive line. Him and Stapleton is putting together a solid. I don't know what we look like next year, but I mean, because I think Heavy left some grown men here. Nice little cupboard, but uh, for to to initially, but we'll see what we got next year. But I thought they looked good. What you think, Nick? Uh, you played a lot of guys. Like I don't think I don't know if Osiris Torrance started. Maybe he started, but he didn't play a, a, a ton. Um, you got to see Josh Braun. You got to see uh, a lot of guys who hadn't played yet, and, and I think that's important. Um, this is a game that you should have dominated, and, and I think they they were able to to dominate up front. I, it, it was a little interesting though. Like I thought uh, to quote the late great Bobby Bowden, I thought the Eastern Washington Eagles were playing through the echo of the whistle uh, a lot. Yeah, there was a – yeah, there was. Um, Brandon Connell, fan <laughs> of the program here, said, Cash Daniels referred to Eastern Washington as still twisting ankles. If you don't remember, he was the one a few uh, years ago that twisted uh, Kyle Trask's uh, ankle, I believe. Um, yeah, I thought that there was some some rolling around – uh, was that? Was it called a gator roll? Is that what they were doing? Uh, some gator rolling Nasty around work, uh, after the uh, the whistle. So uh, definitely not um, some sportsmanship questions. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, looked up Pro Football Focus here. They had Josh Braun ranked as the best pass blocking um, offensive lineman of the game. Then Ethan White. Then Jalen Farmer. Is this Jalen Farmer's first? Plays of the season, Nick. I think it is. Um, Cameron so. Waits, I believe, as well. Um, had Same a good uh, yeah, game as well. Uh, Osiris Torrance, Nick, uh, did only have um, eight pass block uh, attempts on the game and nine. So he played about 17 uh, games. Um, in run blocking, Pro Football Focus ranked Osiris Torrance as the best uh, run blocker. And then Cam Waits, who's the transfer from Louisiana, uh, and then Austin Barber, Jalen Farmer, uh, and then Ethan White. Um, they also had Xavier Henderson ranked high on run blocking as well. Our receiver blocking need, needs to get better, though. Especially on yeah. the screens. Like they, like it's just, they're just, there's some total whiffs happening on, on that wide receiver screen. I mean, just can we can it? Jason oh Posey, goodness. appreciate the donation. Go Gators, love the show. Uh, let's give a let's give a quick shout out to our friends over at Dome Hats. They are doing a weekly giveaway uh, every week. If you follow us on Twitter, you are eligible to enter each and every week. Uh, we use the same wheel that doesn't like silk to pick the winners. Uh, so, silk, uh, you might want to. Uh, enter a few times and get, increase your chances. But uh, we you. gave away a visor, uh, which is the Morse code SOS uh, for Steve Spurrier this past weekend to somebody that guessed the exact score right on the number. Uh, before that, um, we gave away a Rex Scott robbed hat. And this week we're giving away a Doring's got a touchdown. So go check out our Twitter page and go enter. That is a free hat from our friends over at Dome Hats. And while you're there, visit Dome Hats dot com use promo code stadium gale at checkout and you will get a nice discount off of your order again domehats.com promo code stadium gale 
All right, boys, let's talk a little bit about defense. Obviously, Gators get shredded uh, on the first drive. Do end up uh, stopping them uh, and holding them to a field goal. But uh, the Gators' first quarter rushing defense this season is is atrocious. Um, but uh, give me your thoughts on the, the defense as a whole. Um, guys, <laughs> big questions. It's bad, man. It is is very very bad. Big questions on defense. Um, I, I liked uh, I liked what we saw. I think from like I said before, Chris McClellan from Kamari. Um, I thought Brenton Cox played well um, in, in in a limited role. Um, this isn't a game where I would leave. It, it's it's almost a catch twenty two. It's not a game where I would feel great about Florida's defense if they let, let's say pitch a shutout. Like hey, good, you did what you were supposed to do. Um, there's definitely more opportunity for me to be negative Nick um, when you're playing a team like Eastern Washington. And when you come out and, and you get gashed like that, I, I, the last two touchdowns, like, okay, you're playing some guys who mm-hmm. I had to look at, look down. I'm looking down. I'm like, what's that number? Who is that? Um, and it's literally my job to cover the team. So the last two touchdowns, maybe you get a slight pass. Um, but, but I think there's just, as this defense is, as the season goes, I think I'm getting more questions about the defense than I'm getting answers. And I don't know if it's personnel, if it's Tony's scheme, or or what it is. Um, but I think the the honeymoon period, at least from what I see on social media and the message board, the honeymoon period with with Coach PT, as his players call him, is is. Uh, I think the personnel. I'm not mad at the scheme. Um, <laughs> I think I, I still like Patrick Tony. I think the scheme is going to be fine. We're terrible down in the middle. Mm. Um, that's just what it is. You're not gonna have if you can't if you don't have like a defensive tackle. We're playing a true freshman, uh, and Gravon isn't dominating like we thought he would. Uh, I'm not saying he's playing bad football, but down in the middle, I mean we're, we're 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 asking for a true freshman to play at safety at this point. Um, same thing at linebacker. We asked so many questions at linebacker. Uh, Personnel-wise, we got to get the talent level up and guys, you know, and some buy-in just down the middle. Uh, who's leading that defense, right, uh, with Ventrell's out? You know, I think the defense plays better when he's there. We still getting gashed, but when he's there, it, they look like they know the assignments a little better. Um, so th- from that standpoint, uh, I'm just not ready to just, you know, put put Pachetone on the hot seat at all when I just see terrible play down the middle. Yeah, uh, I thought Ger- or, uh, Tyreek Sapp played uh, pretty decent. I thought that Brenton Cox, you know, again, I, I think Brenton Cox is, you know, what what he is. Um, I think he's a, uh, you know, straightforward, lacks contained, but just kind of a straightforward north-south runner. Um, he's going to get some sacks. I think ended up with a sack in this game. Um, but uh, ultimately, I, I don't know what it is about this defense. Uh, they are not able to get any penetration. They're not able to uh, really do much of anything on the defense side of the ball, especially in the first half. Um, you know, Eastern Washington's not a great program, and they were running all up and down uh, against Florida. Like I said earlier, they ended up with uh, 43 rushes for, you know, 204 yards and a big chunk of those came you know on that first drive and if it wasn't for you know some mistakes and then some good plays by the Gators defense you know they were they were well on their way to marching you know to a touchdown there um you take away some of the yards at the end of the game giving up 432 yards um the way that they gave up those yards big chunk plays they, they obviously were able to make some adjustments and stop them uh to really limit them for the rest of the first half but 
it, there's just something there's something off about uh, about this defense. There's just not a lot of uh, call it moxie uh, right now in that starting defensive uh, side of the ball right now. Yeah, I just they, don't see. Uh, um, we always just have one guy on our defense that could just take over a game, whether it's that corner, uh, pass rusher, good or bad defense. We just have that guy right now. I just don't. I don't see that guy like that. Um, Kamari Wilson could be that guy in, in a little bit, right? Um, but right now, it's just this. It's the it's the Jimmy's and Joes. Uh, hmm. We don't have the Jimmy and Joes right now on defense, bro. Um, Here's a question: Is is Jason Marshall not the guy we thought he was? I like Jason. He's Marshall. not. He's not playing bad, but we're we're we're. I think before the yeah, season, we we're giving we're him a brick. Jason Marshall into yeah, and like brick category, we're putting him into um, Kyrie Elam, Vernon Hargraves, like putting him into some rare air. And, and you don't have to be an All American. You can be a great player and not be an All American. But I think we were putting him into. Has he been uh, barbecued or something that I don't know about? I think he's been playing solid. Yeah, football. he's I, not. I he's he not doing bad. He, shut anybody down like that. Uh, I know he gave up some some highly uh, highly contested uh, deep ball, one deep ball, something mm-hmm. like that. But outside of that, I think he's playing solid football. He don't make a whole lot of noise. He's not doing any theatrics between the plays. Um, but I think he's playing solid football. Yeah, he Maybe gave up uh, just two catches on six targets for thirty five yards. Uh, one catch was twenty two yards. The other catch was thirteen. Um, did have two pass breakups as well. Um, I think – I don't remember if he was involved in the uh, the dropped ball uh, by Nolan Ulm in the game uh, from Eastern Washington. But ultimately, uh, I think that he's having a, a fine year. I don't know if he is going to be, uh, you know, maybe the next, um, you know, Janoris Jenkins or Joe Hayden, but I think he's having a, a good year. Um, that's all That's all I was saying. I wasn't, I wasn't saying yeah. like – He's trash. Bench him. I'm just saying, like we we put him into like some into with some great company. I, I do think it's I don't important. Think he's had opportunities yet. I think uh, yeah. those guys had opportunities to shut down the Julio Joneses, even with Kyrie. Some of the matchups yeah. he got. I don't think that so far this year he's had the matchups for us to see. Okay, can he shut down a number one wide receiver? Is he that type of killer? I don't think he's been in that situation yet. Um, he'll run into that before the season's over because he's gonna run into some some big receivers and whatnot. What you about yeah, to say, gonna, man? I'm sorry. I'm gonna no, no, you're good. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a quick look here in Pro Football Focus just to get some ideas of kind of where he's at right now. Uh, but with that being said, you know, I do think it's important to remember. You know, we compare a lot of people to you know Janoris Jenkins and and Joe Hayden and these guys that were were outstanding as sophomores, and that just doesn't happen all that often. That's why we kind of always go back to the same examples. I think that Jason Marshall uh, is a great player. I think that Jason Marshall is going to have a, a very good career. Uh, do I think that he's a first round draft pick I don't know yet but he still has you know an entire year and a half left worth of of playing uh you know this season um if you look at pro football focus I always say give it you know an asterisk uh you know by him but uh Jason Marshall they have him as the 186th best cornerback uh in college football right now um 201st on coverage uh and 312th in uh run defense again you know, he's up very slightly from last year. Um, overall, um, he was 192nd last year, 186 this year. I guess we'll see. They've played some, you know, great quarterbacks that have given up, uh, you know, been able to get some chunk yards just as they're going to. So I guess it's important to see, you know, where he goes. But I, I, I do think it's it's certainly too early to say that he's not going to be great. Um, but I also don't think that he's been, 
you know, necessarily mentioning that he's not living up to expectations either. Yeah, at this point, I don't think he's up to like uh, I'm not gonna say expectations. I think he's playing just he's playing solid football. Uh, to to expect anything more than a solid three year starter is, is like crazy, right? So I think expectation wise, he's doing all right. Uh, as he is he Janoris and and um, Kyrie and and Joe and all those guys at this point in their career, nah, he's not. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Let me get uh, some Florida football. Uh, let's talk. Sorry, I'm just talking to myself. Florida Gators, I'm going to pull some stuff up on Pro Football Focus. But, Nick, give me your your thoughts on the defense. There's a couple of people here in the, the chat mentioned talking about them still lining up 8, 10 yards off the uh, the ball of uh, – or the line of scrimmage. Um, what are your thoughts on, on defensive scheme? I know we've talked a little bit about it, but mention uh, what uh, – I think it was Billy Napier that said it, or maybe it was Patrick Tony about why they're lining up off the ball in the defensive line, and then uh, what is your your thoughts on scheme overall? I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna play press. Uh, you know, you're not gonna have three corners if you're in nickel. Uh, all playing press, you're gonna have somebody off the ball. Um, you're also getting beat deep a little bit as well. Um, don't trust your safeties, man. It's hard to just uh, ask guys to jam, and it's two staffs in a row. That's true. Um, I think you need maybe you need to see more of it, but like it's not. You're not gonna see like as as much as I've seen people calling for it. Like you're not going to run it as much as you know people want. You're not going to be eighty percent jam, eighty percent press. Um, you've got to have the right people to do it too. Maybe maybe Florida tries to do it and they can't. Um, maybe you just don't have the dudes that can do it. I do think uh, that he has a style of bend but don't break that they're playing this year. I don't know if that's uh, by nature or what he normally does, but that that could be a thing too. Try to keep everybody in front of us. And when the field's shrinking, we try to hold them to three or, or you know, close them up before they get into field goal range. Um, but that seemed to be a theme from this staff of uh, bend but not break. And also, I don't know if they trust these safeties to to, to go down. Sometimes your corner has a, a cast on his hand. It's a lot to, to, to consider, but not overall mad at the scheme right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's more Jimmy and Joe's. But I don't like playing off ball like that. Um this is DBU in my mind, so I don't want to see us get in the face of people and press and do some things, but I also want some safeties that know what the hell they're doing back there. So, yeah. Uh, speaking you of got, safeties, uh, go ahead. One yeah, second, Nick. Um, shots, Chris Sorley, uh, super chat donation. Uh, Kamari Wilson will become the next Keanu Neal. Um, Kamari Wilson's a great. Um, appreciate the super chat, Chris, and appreciate you watching every week. Uh, Nick, what were you going to say? Um, Rashad Torrance leads the team in tackles. Trey Dean is second. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a take for it. I think Rashad Torrance might be a first round draft pick when it's all said and done. Rashad Torrance install him in the mock draft as as a number one draft pick. Um, this as a year. first round draft pick, right? First round, yeah, no, not number one. Sorry, well, somebody's number one draft pick as a first rounder. Um, but Florida right now has. First three round? safeties in the top ten in tackles. So that's uh, that's not good. Not great. Well, not good either. Yeah. Bad. Um, what do you say? We how how disappointed you think the fans are gonna be, Nick, if uh Kamari Wilson is not one on the depth chart this week coming out. Uh trading was out um for supposedly an injury. I know yeah, everybody supposedly. was excited about Kamari Wilson and his play, and we're giving him Keanu Neal uh a, a type of buzz, but uh, when they drop this depth chart, whoo. 
He even put a, a sunglass emoji out there after the game. So yeah, he did. He deserved that emoji. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't want to. Trey didn't, didn't look injured Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think he was Need injured. Some Conspiracy theory, Nick. What do you think yeah. happened? Need some tea. Uh, hey, I think. No, you like being negative. Be keep that trend going. Tell me what you think happened, Nick. Uh, I, it's not what I think. It's what I know happened. So I'm <clears throat> just that he. Tra- I don't think trading was injured, and, and I think he was upset. Um. That his coach mm. listed him as injured, especially since he is uh, hoping to be an NFL player um, and, and go to the draft. And uh, so instead of a bone bruise, he's got a uh, an ego bruise. Yeah, I think mm. there uh, might have been an ego or something. I, I don't think trading had a lower body injury uh, as it was listed on the depth chart. Mm. It'll be interesting to see Wednesday night. Um, what the depth chart looks like. Where else you get this type of tea from, man? Well, see, what other Gator podcast y'all gonna get this type of tea from, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm here for it. Uh, let's see. Kamari Wilson, uh, 67.5 in pro football focus. Uh, grades as a much better run defense of uh, safety this uh, this season. I think the Brand best. That's him. He's a, he's, a, he's a strong safety. Yep. Yep. And then coverage grade 62.8. But uh, ranks highly uh, in run um, defense, so um, had a, a good game uh, scored against uh, against Eastern Washington. I think he's only going to get better. Um, but uh, yeah, but I um, do, do like that north south come down. Um, I, I I agree with Chris. I do get some some Kiki, some shades of Kiki uh, watching watching Kamari play. More the safety man. Uh, just you know, Matt Elam was with the same type of smoke guys that brought a presence on the field. Man, I'm not used to having free safeties that don't have no type of nobody's scared to catch nothing across the middle, nobody don't hear nothing echoing in the alley when they run in the ball. Mm. Nah, man, that's about no eraser vibes. Huh? Five. What's up, Kamari, I said no Kamari's, eraser vibes, no eraser Kamari's vibes, got, man. <laughs> no, Kamari's got the it's free lunch uh, out there. Kamari's got like the warrior vibes. Like he's the, he's sitting there with like the glass bottles on his finger, and he's like, "Warriors, come out and play!" Like he's just he's intimidating. Yeah, uh, so it was with me for a minute there, Dan. Just yeah, I think I think you lost him. No, nah, no, nah, I was about to say something. I'm glad I'm not, I'm not gonna say it though. But yeah, Kamari <laughs> been reading the streets, man. He's he's in he's in touch with uh what we've been saying about safety as well. So he knows what's up. These kids be they read the tweets. They see what's up. But um, that's some good tea, Nick. That's great tea, Nick. Um, let's see. So if you were a defensive back, um, talking about lining off off the line of scrimmage, you get hands on him at the line, that disrupts route running. Yeah, yeah I, I think, mean, but you got you gotta be a good disruptor. Right. And, and if you and if you don't, if you don't disrupt it, now yeah, you're, you're playing you're now playing you're, chase, you're, you're playing tag, yeah. you're playing tag, right. you're it, and now you gotta go catch them. Yeah, barbecue chicken alert. alert. There you go. <laughs> We're on the same page. All right, uh, let's give a quick shout out to our friends at True Classic Tees. Uh, visit trueclassictees.com forward slash SD25. Get 25% off of your order and free shipping. Uh, great t shirts for the gym, for uh, polos, for um, just regular t shirts that you can wear going out. Very comfortable, very soft. Trueclassictees.com forward slash SG25. Uh, any final thoughts before we get to this Missouri game? Yeah, y'all think Corey Raymond has any uh, input into, hey, I think these guys need a softer cushion. These guys need to jam. I would I'm hope sure so. Input, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I would imagine, you know, I, I, I don't know how much of this is by committee or by, by Patrick Tony, but I would imagine that uh, you trust one of the best defensive back coaches of all time. Right. Just a thought. My thoughts. Mizzou. All right, Gators, uh, go up against Missouri this weekend uh, at, uh, at 12 o'clock in Gainesville, uh, Missouri, mm. uh, off of a tough uh, loss to Georgia. I in Missouri. I lied on the roll-up show. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. Game kicks off at 12. Uh, Mizzou um, loses uh, to both Auburn and Georgia this season. Gators right now uh, with a uh, a 10-point spread, I believe, uh, 10.5 right now. Actually, over-under is 54. Uh, If you look at what the computer models say, the Gators have a 71% chance of winning uh, this game. Just a weird game, weird series. Um, always weird against Missouri. Weird. It's, it's always, I would like it to not be weird this year. Um, homecoming. Um, Drinkwitz got, got Dan fired last year. Um, Florida, I think Florida's actually five and six versus Missouri all time with some. Yeah, really I hate weird, playing Missouri. I'm not going to lie. I hope when they do this pod game. thing, we don't I play hate Missouri. going to Mizzou. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I actually I like saw Sun. I saw Sun for the first for time in Columbia, Missouri last year. I didn't know if the sun ever shined in Columbia, Missouri. Not a lot of sun year. shining on the state of Missouri, but this yeah, is the no, only state you don't like, like Dan? Not a huge fan, although I will say Kansas City is mm-hmm. cool. I know okay. you're probably like, well, Kansas City's in Kansas, better parts of Missouri. Um, it's both, but St. Louis is good. St. Louis isn't too bad. The Hill, great Italian food. Um, Nick, talk to us a little bit about Missouri. What do you know about them while I pull up some uh, some stats? Obviously, you know it's going to be weird. Um, they gave Georgia it, fits. It did give Georgia fits. Um, did you guys watch much of that game? Watched all I of did. it. There you go. All right. I was able to – I thought great defensive performance was able to really limit uh, Georgia's ability to move the ball on the ground, uh, force Stetson Bennett to throw, in which case I think he also threw away his Heisman chances uh, during that game. Uh, but uh, what are your thoughts on uh, on Mizzou as a whole? Um, I thought Brady Cook was really good um, against Georgia. I think he completed yeah, Brady Cook is their quarterback. Um, 2032, almost 200 yards, a touchdown, took care of the ball, did what he needed to do. I think they have some um, interesting pieces. And, and I bring up Jason Marshall because I think they've got some some good receivers. Um, Dominic Lovett is a sophomore, leading them in, with 27 catches, 460 yards, two touchdowns on the year, um, almost 100 yards a game uh, for him. He's interesting. I don't want to interrupt you, Nick, but I did. So here, what's interesting about him is that his numbers are very drastically different than everybody else on that team. They don't throw the ball for a lot of long catches or anything else. He's averaging 17 yards a catch. Nobody else that has like a, a true median is averaging really any more than 10. So he truly is a, a standout for them in terms of, of catching the ball. Cause they're only throwing, they're only averaging about 7.1 yards per attempt uh, mm-hmm. on the season. And then uh, talking about the, just their offense, then you have uh, two senior running backs um, yep. who are kind of splitting, splitting the, the have a timeshare there. Um, Cody Trader has three touchdowns. Nathaniel Pete uh, leads with uh, carries yards by one. 
Um, and then Brady Cook can, can run it as well. They run him a lot. He's run 40 times in five games. Hmm. Yeah, um, Pete averaging 4.68 yards per carry, Schrader 5.67, Brady Cook 3.68, and then Elijah Young has run the ball uh, a little bit as well. He's averaging about four yards. Um, three yards in a cloud of dust offense? I mean, just you're, you're not seeing a, a ton in terms of offensive production uh, this season from Missouri. Um, they had some opportunities to beat Georgia. They just couldn't put six on the board. They would get like first and goal on the one, and and that ends up them backing up five or six yards and ending up with three points. Um, they left a lot of points on the field. Um, mm-hmm. but I thought they did good defensively. Uh, gave the offense some opportunities to to beat Georgia actually, but they just couldn't capitalize. Yeah, and I think I said that Missouri was was three and two. I meant to say they were two and three. Their wins over the season are against Louisiana Tech and Abilene Christian. Um, got the the doors beat down. The state lost forty to twelve. Then lose to Auburn seventeen to fourteen. Then Georgia twenty six to twenty two. Uh, might be turning the corner, maybe a little bit. I don't think that Auburn's very good. Obviously, you know, should have probably beat that uh, beat uh, Georgia last week. But in their last two games, uh, they only have about six hundred yards of offense. Uh, and probably about five and a half yards per play. So, um, you know, they're going to get some yards against the Gators, as we've seen every team, but, um, you know, definitely not an explosive offense and maybe not one that, uh, you know, is, is going to confound the Gators maybe as much as some others have, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, uh, you look at their game last week, they gave up almost 500 yards of offense <laughs> to yeah. Georgia. Um 300 passing. Georgia's obviously down a little bit. <clears throat> Need to throw the ball more. Um, Stetson Bennett doesn't turn the ball over, or did he fumble? I don't, he didn't have an interception. Um, I think he. I think he had a fumble, but he just he looked just not great in that game. The mailman looked uncomfortable. Um, but looking at looking at Missouri's yeah, he defense, went 44 for 24 for yeah. 312 yards still, but not not the not a sexy 312. Looking at uh, Missouri's defense, familiar name, Tyrone Hopper, the second Florida defender who will be making his way back. Yep, he had uh, seven tackles, six solo. Sometimes you get like, you know, the, the 10 tackle yeah. game and then you look and it's like one solo. And you're, Man, oh, you're you just kind that. of in the neighborhood. Um, but Tyrone Hopper. Um, yeah, lead, uh, tied for team lead in, in tackles on the season, 29 uh, tackles. Back four lead, that's, tackles. Good. That's, that's all right right there if you're back a lead. You, you, you love that. You love that. Right. You would love, love it if he was in the orange and blue. Uh, thank yeah, you. Uh, we miss Hop, man. But, you know, uh, he got to catch these hands Saturday. <laughs> Nothing personal. Them the rules. Um, Let's see. On the season, uh, 10 – uh, total sacks, um, had a couple sacks against Georgia, uh, two, and then four against Auburn. So uh, maybe they're defensive. You know, you were able to – I didn't watch the full game. I uh, did see them able to, to get past uh, Georgia's offensive line, which is uh, obviously good and strong. Um, you know, so Florida's going to need to look out for that. I do think that Florida, you know, for all intents and purposes, is a better team. I think offensively, I think that they're going to be about as dynamic of an offense that they're going to um, – yeah, Missouri's going to play this year. I think the Florida could and, and will move the ball against Missouri. The biggest question mark is it's always weird against Missouri. And, you know, will Florida be able to limit Missouri from, you know, being the offensive juggernaut that they're not, right? Don't allow, 
you know, big chunk plays don't allow Missouri to, to run the ball and don't allow Missouri to throw the ball because they haven't been successful really doing it all season. So don't be the team that lets Missouri be that. Most importantly, don't turn the ball over. I think that's what has cost yeah. us every every loss that we've had is not taking care of the ball. Uh, as long as AR comes out and keeps trending the way he's trending up, uh, we should win this football game. Take care of the football. Uh, correct what we can on defense. I don't expect a miracle out of this defense at this point, man. Mm-hmm. They might make Mizzou look like all world out here or some shit, man. I'm just going to keep it a buck. Um, but from an offensive standpoint, um, as long as we take care of the football – um, they're gonna give us some. We're playing at home. We got all of that. We'll do our thing. Uh, we just gotta take care of the football on our end. We fine. I wanna see Anthony Richardson play a turnover free football game. Yeah. Man, that pass, like the pass to the pass that was intercepted, X actually had a step. It's just underthrown. Like if you if you throw that ball, if you're gonna throw that pass, it's gotta be overthrown, if anything. Um, right. Not not underthrown. And listen, from where he was standing, Anthony Richardson could have thrown the ball, I think, into the stands. Um, so that that's not I, I don't, people people were saying like, oh, he threw it in triple coverage. I'm like, well, he it was triple coverage because the pass was probably 10, 15 yards short of where it needed to be. Threw it into the coverage when you could have just led your guy who had a beat. Um, but yeah, that, like Billy Napier keeps be- saying. Billy Napier keeps saying there's 12, 15 plays uh, that we go back and watch the film, we beat ourselves and, and stuff like that. So I think this is a game that Missouri hangs in and Missouri wins if you have those 12, 15 plays where you beat yourself. You turn the ball over. Um, you don't com- you don't get six. You only get three uh, You know when you're in the red area. Um, this should be a very winnable game uh, for Florida, though. Yeah, um, but they they match up. I like the way they matched up with Georgia defensively. The defense came to play some football. Uh, uh, Hopper is a guy that can, uh, if need be, you know, um, QB spy quarterback. Mm-hmm. It presents some problems defensively that, you know, we got to come in on our A game and, and put them away. Uh, we can't come in here taking anything for granted, uh, especially after seeing how they play Georgia. Uh, but like you said, as long as we do what we're supposed to do and take care of business, take care of the football, then we should be fine. Absolutely. All right, boys, uh, let's get into a buy or sell segment. But of course, I would be remiss if I didn't go over the buy or sell from last week from episode 197. See you in Canada. Will the game be played? Silk bought myself and Nick sold. Nick, you and I are the losers this week. Obviously, the game was played. Come on, man. Will the Gators win by 40? two points the gators do not win by 42 points uh come close we all bought that we all lost i think they, they could have backdoor. but backdoor the backdoor defeat another qb plays before the fourth quarter uh by uh jalen kidna obviously very uh good game for him the gators get an interception uh the gators do not get an interception we all bought that uh, the Gators do not end up with an interception. They throw an interception, but do not get one. Do get two fumble recoveries, though. Uh, Gators get two and a half sacks. I have to double check. I know they had two. Let me just no double half. check. Did we get the we half or no? No, we didn't get the half, just, bro. Just two. All right, so we lost that. Uh, Silk does get a uh, a one-point victory on the week. Um 
and uh, moves him ever closer to being the buyer sell champion for uh, for the season. I stole one. I stole one. You stole one. Stolen. All right. Uh, let's do buy or sell. Episode 198. All right. The Gators rush for more than 200 yards. Two, just 200. We'll go 200 this week. I'm buying it. Was that rush for two? Rush for 200. It's a lot of yards. Do you need some some statistical numbers to show? Uh, I mean, average, I mean, that's Florida's average. Um, averaging two ten. Um, I'll buy two eighty three against Kentucky. All right, uh, I'm gonna buy. Um, oof. Yeah, I'll buy. Why the hell not? All right, what do you have to lose? Um, all right, uh, the Gators throw Your dignity, man. <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> that's it. Uh, the Gators throw for three. I don't know. We're going to strike that. Anthony Richardson's responsible for three touchdowns, either rushing or throwing. Buy. I will buy. I will sell. Oof. Low scoring affair for the Gators. No, no, no. I think um, if we're going 210 rushing yards, I think you're going to hand the ball off to. Uh, hmm. Let's say you score five touchdowns. Give He's me part of those rushing yards. It, uh, well, uh, could be, well, could not be. I like when Nick yeah. talks himself into a corner soak. It's kind of funny for the airways. I'm just going to stop. All right. All right. The, uh, the Gators uh, get uh, two and a half sacks in this game. Sell. Yeah, I'm selling. I'm going to buy. I, I think we get a Gervon Dexter game. Gervon Dexter. We are waiting for Gervon Dexter. I'm going to say this is going to be his game. This is his opportunity. All right. Gators. Patrick dials up some good blitzes, man. Uh, I, I do give him that. He dials up pressure because we're not generating it out of our front forward like I thought we would this season, um, especially out, out of the defensive end position. I think Cox is doing okay, but, I mean, the numbers are what they are, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's not, not a whole lot of uh, check marks in the, in the sack total. So, um, Patrick does dial up some good blitzes. Exotic right. blitzes. Um, yeah, let's see. I can't say I, two. <laughs> we go two and a half. I'm gonna go that they get three in the game, which would be a lot for them, considering that they only have eight on the season. So, hmm. eh. we win some, lose some. All right, cool. So let's <laughs> see. Um, we'll try. Uh, the Gators force an interception. Hmm. Yeah, we're picking this man off, man. Buy it. Buy it. Uh, I'll, I'll buy as well. And then finally, the Gators win the football game. You know me. No man. spread this week. You can buy me for the rest of the season at this point, man. You know how I get down. Oh, but you're going to Nick? Ricky, Ricky Pierce all said 10 and 2 sounds good to him. Silk said bet. Right. Gators are one know since he said that. So I'm going by. I Trust pretty Ricky. Florida wins at homecoming. Um, on homecoming at home. Nooner. Love to see it. Shout out to Frank and Jody. Uh, and my godfather, uh, and godmother, uh, Uncle Ben and Aunt Beth all coming into town for the game this week. 
That was more shout outs than the Kanye the Kanye Award ceremony, man. Got him. Got 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 to get your peoples. So got to get got your peoples. To, got to, baby. I feel it. Shout out to uh, to Uncle Ben. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go oh, with who's Uncle winning. Ben. You Uncle know John. What you said Godfather Ben. Uncle Uncle, Uncle John. John. Aunt Beth. Uncle John. Ben Chase on the <laughs> show earlier. The, the rice guy, right? That's my dad. Uh, Uncle John. Shout out to Uncle John. I had an Uncle John. That's funny. Um, all right. So, uh, yes, I have the Gators winning. Common name, man. Uh, <laughs> John. Name. Oh, really? <laughs> big, uh, big biblical name. Um, all right. So, uh, buy or sell segment. Uh, we made it through. End of the show. Um, so, you have the song of the week. So, get to thinking about oh, that. Nice. While we do that, let's give our friends over at Vincero. A call or a shout out again. Visit them. At, let me just make sure I have the website a hundred percent right. Vincero. That's V I N C E R Collective. dot com. Use promo code S G twenty five. Don't get confused. You will only get twenty percent off your order, but you'll get free shipping as well. Premium lifestyle brand. Uh, high quality, affordable sunglasses, jewelry, watches, and more. Visit VinceroCollective.com. Again, that's V-I-N-C-E-R-O Collective.com. SG25 at checkout. Be one of more than 30,000 folks that have enjoyed their products. Boys, end of the show. Silk, take us out with a song of the week. Uh, big R&B vibes in my life right now, man. So let me get Sanfa Incomplete Kisses, man. Boys, we'll see you this weekend. Or we'll, uh, we'll see you next week after this weekend. Nick, will you be going to the Flowrider concert that's a part of Gator Growl? No. Okay. Yeah, man, I can't wait not to go to that one. I <laughs> can't wait not to go to that it's one. Funny that you mentioned that. I I thought the same. Flo Rida was here a few years ago and the national championship was here in Tampa. Uh ended up going, had myself a ball. You kind of forget how <laughs> many bet. songs Flo Rida has. Now you guys enjoy us. We seen him at uh oh man, I hate that I just remember this, but we seen him at the Pro Bowl uh same day Kobe passed, man. Oh uh, yeah. He's out there performing and we we met him and everything back there, but uh I'm good on the show for Flo Rida. Go, go to the show. Silk will not see you at his house. To my... All right, boys. Uh, same corner, same time next week. Already. Same corner, same time.
sensation 